What's up, guys? It is Coach Callie B, and yep, it's another softball podcast. I know, it's been a minute, but I'm back. Let's get into the grit of this next episode. What's up, guys? Long time, no listen. I've actually been working on a couple things. I've had to experience some growth myself as well as collaborate with some coaches on some good ideas and then let those ideas flow. It's not something I like to force, hence why I'm not a big editor editor <laughs> when it comes to my podcast because I'm just going to leave that right there because I'm human. Now, to some of you, you might think, oh, homegirl just failed in her own podcast. Did I? Did I, though? Because my why for doing my podcast isn't to have perfect, structured language. My why for having my podcast is to express a point in such a way that, one, it adds value to your life, and two, you look at it through a different lens. Like, you might see... The word I'm going to talk about today through one lens, but it is my goal at the end of listening to this, you look through another lens. Now, what word am I going to be talking about? I feel like I'm in school. The word of the day is, it starts with an F. Nope. It's, don't, mm -mm, don't go there. I'm going to keep giving you hints. Some of you may already have it out of the bag, especially if you are a coach. It's a word that some of us do everything in our power to avoid. It's a word that when it happens to us, sometimes we never come back from it. Are you ready? Failure. Yeah, failure. It simply is not having accept, excuse me, not having success in something you're trying to do. So you basically fail, right? Coaches, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I value effort beyond success. Because without effort, your athlete will never reach success. Ooh, that was just like, that was a tail end circle (laughs) conversation with myself, but I know you guys got it. See, we have to fail in order to know what not to do. Let's just take uh, base runners, athletes, I'm speaking to you. You decide to go against what your coach says, or maybe you didn't listen and you're like, I'm going to steal too. You get yourself in a rundown, in a pickle, so to speak. And after you get thrown out, your coach comes down to your face level and says, hey, I will not own that out. That was you. You decided to go. That's your ownership. That's your error tone. But this is where, as a coach, I have to commend the athlete as well. So in that statement, I will say, it's not mine to own, it's yours. Part of your ownership in your failure is realizing 
I won't do that again because I failed. I did not succeed. Next time I will listen to coach or I will pay attention to coach. Okay, get it? In order to succeed. Let's take batting. How many of you guys as coaches have worked with kids who continuously will tell you, well, that's not what my hitting coach says, or that's not what my dad says, or that's not what my mom says. And you're sitting here going, yeah, but the bigger picture is, is you're taking something super simple and you're making it super hard and they still fight you on it. This is where as a coach, you have to back off and you have to allow that child to fail forward. See, some people get ahead of the bigger picture And truth be told, the bigger picture will always keep you humble. It will always bring you back to what it is, the bigger picture. So if you're teaching somebody to hit, and let's say that batter is anywhere from the age of 9 to 11, and you're teaching them to hit like a 15 to 18-year-old female athlete or male athlete, if I'm speaking to the male coaches, and you're forgetting step B, and you're teaching them A, and you're teaching them C. Um, In order to get to C, we have to have B. Now, I commend your excitement to teach the little itty-bitties how to hit like a 15 through 18-year-old, but let's be real. It's not going to happen very often. Like, you might get somebody who just has sheer raw natural talent, And truth be told, those kids are usually the ones that, well, when they're done, they're done. They usually just have no qualms on hanging at their cleats or putting their glove up. But you're going to have a kid who is a sponge, who desires to learn A, B, C, all the way through Z, because that kiddo wants their big picture. So with failure, I know you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, You have heard fail forward. If you haven't, now you have. Fail forward. All right. It's the concept of going ahead and giving your best effort into something and realizing I didn't succeed. So now I have to try something else. It's as simple as that. Don't overthink it. Don't underthink it. Remember the big picture to anybody, to anything All right, I'm not just talking softball career here, just to anything, to anybody's life, to anybody's anything, (laughs) okay? The bigger picture is always going to call you back and be humbled. It's always going to pull you back in. It, It might let you look really good for about three games. You might have some exceptional plays and some exceptional hits, and you might pitch in such an exceptional way. But truth be told, in order to reach your bigger picture, It's not going to work. I really hope all of you understand that. And if you don't, I'm going to give you one more example. Let's take a pitcher, a fast pitch softball pitcher, who in their hometown, they are amazing. They're a really good pitcher. Okay. And their team decides to go to another state and play ball. And all of a sudden, they start getting called on how they're pitching. Well, little did they know, they've been crow hopping for the last five years. 
and they look amazing. They look intimidating. They've been striking girls out left and right, but then they go play. I don't know. Let's just say some random state. Let's just say California. They go play in California and umpires like you are crow hopping, which means you are lifting your push foot. You are in the air. You're, you're hopping off the mound. Okay. That's an illegal pitch. So is leaping. Leaping is where both feet are in the air at the same time. It's a crazy concept. If you don't believe me, Google it. You will Google fast pitch, leaping, fast pitch, crow hop, softball, and you will see the images of where it happens. As a pitching coach myself, this is something that I am drawn to when I see other pitchers. And I will actually stand there and put them in slow-mo because nine times out of ten, if I see a catch or I see a flaw with the naked eye, but then I put it in slow-mo video, boom, there it is. Okay, so those five years that pitchers had success, right? They've basically been cutting corners with, without even knowing what cutting corners was. Like nobody even told them it was bad. Maybe that was all the information they knew, right? And then they get out of their bubble and they find out, oh my gosh. Okay, so are you a failure in that sense? Maybe. I mean, if you want to get hard on yourself, let's just cut to the ground. Yeah, you failed at it, right? You failed at accepting one way when there was the right way. But don't beat yourself up about it because through that failure, you are finding what is not working and what you need to do to make it work. Again, the bigger picture is going to humble you. This also has been done in swing. We've all had a hitter who has the ugliest swing and they make contact with the ball. But then all of a sudden, when their body catches up with the rest of itself, they can't hit a ball to save their life. In that failure, they finally learn how to swing correctly. Same thing with base running. Same thing in life. Same thing in everything, right? Um, let's just take, oh, laundry. How many times have we dried our clothes on the wrong setting and they come out wrinkled? That's a failure. Through that failure, we learn to never put it on that setting again. It's as simple as that. So coaches, parents of athletes and athletes, if you can keep your failure, you know, in a growing state, if you can look through the lens of failing forward, like, okay, I didn't succeed here. What do I need to do in order to succeed in this goal? Or, all right, now I know what to do. You're going to change the whole vision for yourself. And, well, to be quite honest, you're going to be able to see your big picture. You're going to live your big picture. This also happens at the team level. You know, one thing's for certain, we can't control everybody. We can't control everybody's opinion. Everybody is free to their opinion. However, you can control how you react, right? So with the failure, let's say there's just like, I don't know, there's just negativity on the team and you're not trying to like crush anybody's dream, but in order for you to succeed as a coach, to build the team that you see the big picture for, you kind of have to just let those things go, like literally let the negativity go off the team 
count it as a loss, as a failure, think, all right, I will never do this again. Or the next time this comes up, that will be my red flag to never allow this to go any further. You have to set your boundaries, all right? So boundaries are super important when it comes to failing forward. I don't know about you guys, but I like to kind of try new things and research things and go out, you know, in a different realm and just educate myself. And some people on the outside looking in might be like, wow, you got you got a lot of irons in the pot there, kid. Yeah, well, this is how I like to learn. They also think that I just fail. They think, oh, well, that didn't work out, so you went to this. That didn't work out, so you went to this. That didn't work out, so you went, so you went to this. For me, it's complete experience to know what I truly want. I at least gave myself the opportunity to have the courage to look into different things, um, to different career paths, and boom, there it was. I'm like, nope, I'm good. That was my sign. I don't need to go that direction anymore. Okay, so with that being said, I just want you guys as coaches, athletes, and parents of athletes to not be so wrapped around perfection. Rather than that, I want you to be wrapped around progression. All right, I love that. Progression over perfection. And if you're grading me on how I just said that, You probably have some internal issues that you need to work out. And that's okay because we all do, right? Everybody has a battle they're fighting. But it's in the gray space with one another that we're able to find that longevity, that place of, um, how would you say, restoration, right? It's almost like (laughs) somebody says, yeah, Coach Callie, when she gets excited, she just like, she can't talk. I can't like I get my tongue twisted and it's just a part of who I am. So true story right now, I'm having my website built. And when I had a meeting last week with my website developer, I told her how I run my podcast in such a way that they're just raw. Like I just, I don't do any edits. Now, mind you, I did do one edit because there was like a screeching sound that came through and then the like call dropped. It was with a guest speaker. And I had to obviously do an edit because I didn't want to blow your guys' eardrums out, especially if you're listening to this with your ear pods in. But when it comes to me screwing up on words, hey, guess what? Last time I checked, I'm super duper human and I'm not perfect. So I'm going to make mistakes. Just like your athletes, just like your teammates, and just like your kiddos. We make mistakes. Parents, how many times have you made a mistake where your kid just totally just like, ugh, they just had a really bad game. And then instead of maybe just being quiet or at least giving your kid a hug, you just ripped into them. And let me guess, you ripped into them because your parent or parents ripped into you. So somewhere in your mind, you think it's okay. Well, it's not okay. Just go back to the old saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. That should be like a warning label on everything involved in sports. (laughs) Coaches, parents, as well as athletes. You know, I'm guilty of this. You know, there have been coaches in the past, the opposing coaches where I'm just like, oh, 
like, okay, that was nice of you. And I'll just turn around and walk off. And then I'm like, oh, that wasn't very nice of me. Like, just shut your mouth. Like, don't even like waste your time being all cordial and whatever. Don't be fake. Be true to yourself. And I think for me, when another coach of an opposing team will say, hey, coach, you should smile. And I give him a smile and I go, I'm good. This is my game face. I like to be in the zone. That for me is like direct confirmation that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be handling myself exactly how I'm supposed to be handling myself. I'm going to tell you right now, coaches, if you get caught up in worrying about other coaches, you're not where you need to be in that moment. Your place right there in that moment is to be there for those kiddos. And it's super easy, especially if you're playing a coach who just plays like time games like if they get up by you know so many runs and all of a sudden he starts or she starts giving signs for tying your shoe or all these just weird little antics man that's super frustrating right been there done that learning from it I'm literally walking through it as I go one thing for sure when those coaches do cross my path at tournaments I just Don't even give them the time of day. But you know who does get my time in the day? Definitely my girls, the coaches I coach with, and the coaches that I play against that actually are, how to say, fun to compete against. I love it when my girls play a respectful, smart, kind team. A team that treats the team they're playing, my team, like they want to be treated. That's huge. And... When that coach does the same thing, that's even bigger. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap this up because I got to head into lessons for the rest of the day for pitching. And well, coach needs to get around. This is like the third hat of the day that I'm wearing. (laughs) But y'all know me. This is what I do. So again, failure. It's a must. In order to learn how to not do something that keeps causing yourself to fail, you have to fail. Oh my gosh, does that like, did that hit home for any of you? All right. It is how we learn. We have to fail forward. Nobody's perfect. And yes, there will be kids, coaches, parents that make it look easy by cutting the corners and not doing things right. But I I'm telling you right now, that bigger picture will always hold them accountable. All right. As always, I appreciate you guys for coming on here and listening to me. And if you have any questions or concerns, or maybe you have any new ideas, any topics that you would like me to cover, I would love for you to send that in. And heck, maybe you would be the next guest speaker on my podcast. That'd be pretty dope, yo. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. And God bless. And one more thing, I want to ask you, when's the last time you allowed yourself or even an athlete to fail forward? God bless, guys.